<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. This episode may include topics, references, or discussions around sexual assault, domestic violence, stalking, physical violence, or subject matters that may be disturbing to some of our listeners. We do acknowledge that this content may be difficult. We also encourage you to care for your safety and well-being. Shocking, sad, revealing, and deeply researched. PH Murder Stories podcast covers the true account of infamous killings and true crime stories from the Philippines. There's no such thing as questions, just hidden answers. Stay tuned as we revisit the inconceivable crimes that exist. Some listeners may find the following content of PH Murder Stories highly disturbing due to its graphic nature. PH Murder Stories does not condone nor promote violence of all sorts. Viewer discretion is advised. Christelle K. Devantes was a 25-year-old hardworking professional filled with high hopes and dreams, only to be disrupted by a group of heartless men capable of committing sinister acts to make ends meet. Kay's demise in 2013 was one of the most horrific cases in the Philippines. She was robbed, abducted, strangled, stabbed, and thrown off a bridge. Her killers didn't even give her a chance to live. Thus greed prevailed over their conscience. You are listening to the PH Murder Stories podcast, and this is our third episode for Season 3. Halos isang linggo na mula na matagpuang patay ang kanyang anak na si Kay, pero wala mang paghilom at tila lalo pang ang tumitindi ang sakit na nararamdaman ni Ginoong Pedro Davantes. Hanggang ngayon kasi, Tila maila pa rin ang hustisya para sa anak. Hindi yan, ano, hindi yan kanaping uh, murder yan. Paano nga ba matatanggap ang walang saysay na pagpanaw ni Kay na hanggang ngayon walang paliwanag na motibo o sospek na mapaguntunan ng galit at sisi? At hindi lang buhay ang ninakaw sa ad executive, kundi ang bukas nila bilang mag-asawa ng fiancé na si Benedict Ong. Ang kanila sanang dream wedding sa susunod na taon, hindi na matutuloy. Um, may church na may may cater, may, may venue. Hindi raw niya malilimot ang huli nilang pag-uusap ng gabi bago matagpuan ang walang buhay na labi ng fiancé. Nagulat ako nung tinawagan ako ng sister ng 3.30am na parang nasaan si Kay. Tapos sabi ko, akala ko ba nandiyan na? Tapos doon kami nag-start mag, mag-ikot. Tapos ay, nag-post ako sa Facebook. Mikot kami sa hospitals, police stations. Nagbigay na rin daw si Ong ng kanyang testimonya sa mga pulis. Kung ako lang, gusto ko nasa kanya yung ring when they bury her. Overseas Filipino workers Pedi and Beth Davantes had a heart-wrenching homecoming this week. They're used to eager hugs from their three children. But on Monday, the couple came home to lay to rest their eldest, 25-year-old Christelle K. Davantes. Lagi ko naiiyak kasi kulang na kami. 
yung laging ano, kulang hindi na babalik yung dati. Twenty-five-year-old Kay Davantes was the eldest daughter of Beth and Pedro Davantes, both of whom are hardworking overseas Filipino workers. She was also engaged to the love of her life, Benedict Ong, and they had already discussed wedding plans a year before her untimely tragic death. Kay's parents described her as a dream come true of a daughter. Indeed, she never disappointed her loved ones. Kay was ambitious and hardworking. She was a marketing and advertising graduate and worked as an advertising executive for a reputable company. Aside from all the success she received throughout her life, Kay still wanted to grow her career and expand her knowledge as a young professional. She was one thesis defense away from earning a master's degree. But sadly, on September 7, 2013, a devious group of men took Kay's life away from her loved ones, which caught the entire country's attention. Kay Davantes was with her friends at Bonifacio Global City in Taguig the night before her death. The last time they heard of Kay was around 1 a.m. on September 7, 2013, when she drove back alone in her Toyota Altis to her residence in Las Piñas City. After reaching the gate of her home, three men held Kay at gunpoint. Then they abducted her, brought her to her own vehicle, and drove away. The suspect's vehicle then followed them as they cruised along the outskirts of Manila, particularly along the eerily quiet roads of Silang, heading to Tagaytay in the province of Cavite. Five hours later, Kay's body was found under a bridge in Barangay Sabutan, Silang, Cavite. Authorities on the scene discovered that Kay sustained five stab wounds on her body, including several on her neck. Her mouth was gagged and hands tied with a car seatbelt. Initially, the authorities had no leads as to who the perpetrators were, nor did they know the motive behind Kay's death, not until one of the suspects was brought in to shed some light. The gruesome slaying of Kay Davantes made headlines throughout the country, and even then President Benigno Aquino III himself had offered a 2 million peso reward for any information that would lead to Kay's killers. The late former president also called for a prompt investigation of the case, but it would take six years for the case to conclude. Calling all aspiring podcasters. This is your sign to start your own podcast because we have just the right tool for you. Before we started podcasting, we really thought that everything would be such a hassle, especially the editing. But we found the best and most convenient all-around podcast tool out there, Podmachine. Podmachine will take care of all your podcasting needs. From audio production, designs, and marketing growth, all you have to do is sit back, relax, and keep creating great content that sounds professional. It's time for you to start sounding like a pro with Podmachine today. Sign up and get a free episode trial. And once you're convinced of how good it can be and how it helped us, you can start for as low as only $49.99 for four episodes in a month. But wait, there's more. 
If you use our code PHMURDER, all caps, no spaces, you get one free episode credit upon subscribing. Just head on to podmachine.com and let them do the dirty work so you can do the fun stuff and sound like a pro. Days after the body of Kay Devantes was found under a bridge in Silang, a witness named Rex played a significant role in bringing answers and justice to Kay's murder. Elena, Rex's girlfriend, was at the house of 19-year-old Samuel Decimo on September 8, 2013, the day after Kay's death. Present in the house was Anita, the mother of Annie, Samuel's live-in partner. Anita casually told Elena how Samuel robbed a girl and killed her the night before. During dinner, Samuel would also casually bring up the same story. Elena shared with Rex and her mother what she had just heard. Feeling wary of what was discussed, Rex went to the National Bureau of Investigation to report Samuel's crime. Meanwhile, shortly after the crime took place, the investigators found Case Toyota Altis abandoned at Camellia 4, Pamplona 3, Las Piñas City. Two weeks after the death of Kay Davantes, a huge development happened after the authorities arrested 19-year-old Samuel Decimo for a different robbery-related case. The police, through the testimony of Rex, already suspected Decimo's involvement in killing Kay and seized upon the opportunity to figure out the actual events that took place on the slaying of Kay Davantes. Diyan sa tulong ng ilang atestigo na aresto ng NBI Laguna sa pamumuno ni Head Agent Moises Tamayo at NBI NCR ang labing siyam na taong gulang na suspect na si Samuel Decimo, isang construction worker sa Molino, Cavite. Sa panayam ng media kaya Decimo, ay inamin niyang lima silang dumukot kay Kay sa pagitan ng alauna at alas dos ng madaling araw ng September 7. Nasa loob daw sila ng subdivision sakay ng isang Toyota Vios nang maispatan si Kay. Nang huminto raw ito at bumaba para buksan ang gate ng kanilang bahay, tsaka nila dinukot ang biktima at ibinyake papuntang silang kabite. Sa daan pa lang, itinali na raw nila ang kamay ni Kay at binusalan. Pagdating sa kabite, sinakal daw si Kay ng dalawang kasama ni Decimo at inutusan daw siyang saksakin si Kay. Napilitin daw silang patayin si Kay dahil nakita raw niya ang kanilang mga mukha. Sumama lang daw siya dahil kailangan niya ng pera para sa misis niyang nanganak. Hindi rin daw sila lasing ululong sa droga nang isagawa ang krimen. Pagkatapos ng pagpatay, nilinis at sinabundaw nila Lia ang loob ng sasakyan para walang maiwan ng fingerprints. Tinangkaro para, para nilang ipenta ang sasakyan pero di na ito natuloy nang malaman ng buyer na hot car ito. Tinangkaro nilang sunugin ang sasakyan Lia pero hindi sila nagtagumpay. 3,000 piso raw ang nakuha nila sa pitaka ng dalaga at ibineta ang kanyang ibang gamit at gadget. Pumihi naman siya ng tawad sa pamilya ni Kay at handa raw siyang makipagtulungan para mahuli ang iba niyang mga kasama. Ayon kay Deputy Director Virgilio Mendez, malaki raw ang naging papel ng NBI Laguna sa pagluntun sa suspect at pagkakaaresto ng NBI NCR sa kanya. Tuloy-tuloy naman ang magiging follow-up operation ng NBI laban sa iba pang kasama ni Decimo na nakilala lamang sa pangalan na Jojo, Jomar, Jorek Velasquez at alias Buzzer.
Samantala, Lia ay uh, dumating naman dito sa NBI uh, sa ngayong umaga. Itong uh, chewing nga ng uh, biktima na si uh, Vicente Davantes. Samuel Decimo is part of a notorious hold-up gang. Even though he claims that he is still an amateur in the group, he admitted to the authorities for being part of the K. Davantes robbery slay, together with at least five other suspects. The 19-year-old suspect claimed that they were on board a vehicle looking for potential victims. They saw K. Davantes alone in her car, near the vicinity of her residence, and decided to prey on her. As soon as K. got out of her car, the suspects promptly followed her, threatened her at knife point, and proceeded to abduct her. According to Decimo, they decided to kill Kay after she saw the face of one of the suspects and the license plate of the suspect's vehicle. Decimo also admitted to being the person who stabbed Kay. Mel mismo ng suspect na si Samuel Decimo ang nagturo sa mga otoridad ng lahat ng detalye ng kanilang ginawa sa pagdukot sa dalagang kay Kay Davantes. Kasama ang suspect na si Samuel Decimo, binilikan ng mga tauhan ng NBI Laguna at NBI NCR ang subdivision sa Las Piñas para sa reenactment sa pagdukot at pagpatay sa advertising executive na si Kay Davantes. Pagdating sa bahay ni Kay, nagsukat na ang mga investigador para makuha ang eksaktong lokasyon ng mga suspect. Tsaka amin Western Decimo kung paano na tiniyempo ang pagdukot sa dalaga madaling araw ng September 7 gamit daw ang dalawang patalim at peking baril para takutin si Kay. Sa reenactment, makikita ang pagdating ng sasakyan ni Kay sa pagitan ng alauna at alas dos ng madaling araw sa tapat ng bahay ng dalaga. Pagbaba ng sasakyan, dumiretso raw si Kay sa kanilang gate para buksan ito. Pero nilapitan na siya ng tatlong sospek at sa pinitang isinakay sa kanyang sasakyan bago din nila sa silang kavite. Ah, hindi pa mo yung baril na ginamit? Hindi po. Nung bang tinutukan na siya, pumalag ba si Kay? Paano ginawa ni Kay? Hindi po, sir. Basta sumakay na lang po sa hindi po. Pagdating sa Cavite, ibinabaraw si Kay sa sasakyan na nakatali at may busal na sa bibig tsaka sinakal bago pinagsasaksak. Ayon sa pamilya, nagagalak silang hawak na ng mga otoridad ang lima sa anin ng mga sospek na kumuha kay Kay. The identities of Decimo's five other cohorts were Reggie Diel, Lloyd Enriquez, Jomar Pepito, Kelvin Jorek Evangelista, and Baser Manalang. Five of the six suspects were either caught or surrendered to the police, while only Baser Manalang remains at large to this day. All suspects were charged with carnapping and robbery with homicide. Meanwhile, Decimo's legal counsel hopes that his client's cooperation in reenacting the crimes would downgrade his charges. Initially, Decimo and his five other cohorts were considered as amateur robbers who claimed that they panicked when Kay Davantes saw their faces, which is why they impulsively killed her. Regardless, a crime has been committed and justice must be served. Autopsy reports indicate that Kay died due to asphyxia caused by strangulations and multiple stab wounds in the neck. According to the law, whenever homicide has been committed by reason of or on the occasion of robbery, all those who took part as principals in the robbery will also be held guilty as principals of robbery with homicide. 
even if they did not take part in the homicide unless it appears that they sought to prevent the killing. Despite the Simo's cooperative manner with the authorities, the prosecution chose another suspect, Reggie Diel, to act as a state witness in the ongoing case. According to Diel, Jomar Pepito, also part of the suspects list, pointed their gang towards Kay Davantes as a target. Afterward, two other suspects, Kelvin Jorek Evangelista and Baser Manalang, held Kay at gunpoint and then dragged her to her car. In addition to DL's testimony, he also claimed that it was Pepito who suggested that they kill Kay as she had already seen his face. Reggie also asserted that he objected to the idea of his fellow robber, but he wasn't in the same vehicle with Kay as they drove to Silang. However, DL couldn't pinpoint who between Pepito and Decimo killed Kay as he only witnessed Kay's body being thrown off a bridge. Nonetheless, we assume this is why Decimo did not become a state witness, as he was the one who claimed to stab Kay. It took six years for the Davantes family to seek justice. In November 2019, the Las Piñas Regional Trial Court, Branch 253, found Lord Enriquez, Samuel Decimo, Calvin Jorek Evangelista, and Jomar Pepito guilty beyond reasonable doubt for robbery with homicide of Kay Davantes in 2013. The four were sentenced to serve reclusion perpetua or up to 40 years of imprisonment. The court also ordered the convicts to pay the victim's heirs 50,000 pesos as death indemnity, 50,000 pesos as moral damages, and 25,000 pesos as temperate damages. Only four out of the six men were convicted as Reggie Diel turned state witness. And up to this day, the last remaining suspect, Baser Manalang, is still nowhere to be found. Kay Davantes was heading towards the prime of her life. She was a beloved daughter, fiancé, and friend whom her loved ones would forever cherish. Kay was robbed, abducted, strangled, stabbed, and thrown off a bridge. No woman deserves to go through what Kay Davantes felt during the last moments of her life. Let us hope that someday it becomes more safer for women, whether alone or not, to roam the streets freely at night without being preyed upon by sinister men and thieves view women as a vulnerability that they can take advantage of. Thank you for listening to PH Murder Stories. If you like this episode, give us a 5-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also support our show on Patreon. Any amount you donate would benefit our team to keep doing what we love, which is to provide more true crime episodes for our listeners. Link in the description. For further updates from our show, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at PH Murder Stories. 
and subscribe to our YouTube channel at PH Murder Stories. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.